Get it going. It is definitely recording. Yes, excellent. Oh, wait, hold. Um, <clears throat> hello, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I agree. I'm just seeing if we're... This roughly. Is, yeah, roughly equal. the same. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. Loads of craft beer today. Yay! Woohoo! Although, I'm, I have to interject, at some point, and... Bored listeners, tell us which episode we stopped being the podcast all about craft beer and video games and became the craft the podcast all about video games and craft beer. Switch up, uh, yeah. I noticed this last week, but I don't know when. <laughs> Should I change it every week now, just so people are like, is it more about video games? Is it more about craft beer? I don't know, and then just throw that all out the window and just talk Welcome about what tank we want. Yeah, the podcast, <laughs> just the podcast. Talking into the microphone for listeners to listen to. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ben, and you are Adel. I am. As I assume everybody has realised. I'm Adel Daddle. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> off base today. We're not joined by anybody else this week. So it's another uh, Will Smith episode. Yeah. Which is always a joy. Yeah. Um, and by that, he means, of course, we are recording in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> or in the Wild Wild West, one of them. Oh, yeah. oh dear! Oh dear! Um, you burned it. I, I thought I it, yeah. Yeah. we could have done it every single week. And you know, ever since you had a, a baby, it's true what they say: parents just don't understand. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> that's very true. Sorry. Uh, uh, we have already started drinking. Yeah, and that's a deep, deep Will Smith cut. <laughs> Original, early Will Smith. Uh, We've already started drinking. We're drinking a Brewdog Pumpkin King. Yes. Or a pumpkin king. I think I doubled down on the king there. Um, as as the name suggests, it's uh, an autumnal pumpkin beer um, for Halloween. Um, it's what's a bit your spicy? I not I don't like it. Yeah. So what's your opinion <laughs> on the um the in general the sort of winter spice pumpkin spice? Um, um, I think they can work very well as long as they're. I'm talking in general, not just in, in beers right now, and then we'll go to beers. Oh, okay, okay. In yeah. general, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. of pumpkin-flavoured things. Um, also, it's all a lie. There's never any pumpkin. Pumpkin spice has a bunch of autumnal stuff, um, but in, in no, like, your pumpkin spice latte that Starbucks does, and yeah, yeah. Egg, there's no pumpkin in there. Never, ha- never has been. Just flavouring. Yeah, it's just a flavouring that yeah, we yeah. decided to call pumpkin. I mean, this the, the beer itself, this beer itself... Um, it's very spiced as well, isn't it? It's a like a cardamom, yeah, flavouring to it. It's it's just that sort of autumnal, early winter kind of spiced beer with a little lightness of of pumpkin to it. You've kind of yeah. got that slightly refreshing kind of finish to it. It's got a very light finish. I was going to say it's it's a little watery almost tasting mm, in mm. the finish because it's so light. Like there's such a punch in your face of winter spice, um, which is um. Uh, for those listeners in Calgary, Alberta, Big Rock Brewery has their seasonal release. Um, every year they have their winter spice ale. Yeah. Um, and it is, this is very similar to that in the um, in the sort of cardamomy thing, but it's actually quite more understated than the Big Rock one, which is foul in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. But it, I mean, it's definitely, when I t- tasted the Pumpkin King, I, I thought winter spice rather than pumpkin spice. Yeah, yeah, very It doesn't much, remind me of your um, pumpkin spice latte thing. Um, it reminds me more of like a winter spice sort of, um, almost like a, a hint of mulled wine sort of, you know, that shit you throw in a mulled yeah, wine, I know what you mean. not yeah, the actual yeah, yeah. wine part. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just that sort of, yeah, just like winter all spice almost, yeah. isn't it? Just, yeah. Even though I don't think that's a thing, perhaps, but it is now. Trademark copyright. We've done it. We just got to mail it to ourselves. That's oh wait, how. we're not in America. That's how we're going to make all our money. Yeah. Winter all spice done. We'll never need to podcast again. Oh, no, wait, we do this for joy, not for money. There we go. Oh, I um, do it because you give me free beer every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, okay. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried to buy one of the beers when we bought together, and then yep. I ended up not being able to make it and drink it by myself. <laughs> I realized that after we potted them, I'm like, Man. hey, this is the beer I bought for us. You can do it next week. You can buy the beers next week. Um, so, um, let's talk about some games. I think I'm going to kick off... Um, Talking about uh, a little event I went to yesterday, mm. which was a PlayStation VR event, oh, which yeah. they had down in the city centre, Bristol city centre. Um, it's a tour in the UK. 
it's basically just um, well in, in Bristol at least they rented out a shop quite a big unit um, and had just loads of booths all with different VR games on and I think they must have had um, well they, they hit all the big ones they had uh, Drive Club Rigs Eve Valkyrie um, the PlayStation Worlds um, right. and Resi 7 and a few of the other yeah um, it sounds uh, like the same sort of smattering we had at EVX yeah yeah um, and I uh, basically got to pick one game when you went in. Um, I'd had a, um, a I booked myself a place, so I turned up at my you know a little bit early. Um, but actually, it wasn't hugely busy. The lad in the queue behind me um, had just turned up on a whim, and this was about ten o'clock in the morning. Right, and he just turned up and said, "Oh, have you got any?" spaces and they said yeah at midday we've got a few spaces so we can book you in now and stuff so they were taking sort of on the spot bookings as well um but not drop in but like drop in and book yeah exactly exactly. drop in but yeah when i left which was uh, about 11 o'clock so i was in there for about an hour right um you know waiting for, Mm -hmm. for my my space um and by the time i left i heard them overheard them talking saying that they didn't have any bookings until uh, like later, late afternoon at that point. So in the space of an hour, pretty much the whole afternoon had been booked up by people just dropping in. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I suppose, people had booked previously for slots yeah. in the afternoon as well. So I don't know how much availability they had. Um, but it was busy. It was really busy when I got there. There were people waiting for, um, for the stations to be able to play games. There weren't any... Um, I said there weren't any empty booths. There was always a full booth, but some of the booths weren't on. So they had um, two drive club booths, oh. one of which wasn't on. Right, um, which they would like. If they yeah, had the exactly. lineup, they would. Yeah, so if they, if they knew that there were more people waiting, they mm. would have banged it on. And I almost chose drive club to play because it was the full um, steering wheel oh. experience with all the Fair. pedals and everything. I thought... Let's, you know, my instant thought was that I'm going to see how close to driving it actually is and how right. immersed I get. But I sort of stopped myself because I'd driven down there. And I thought, if actually it's really immersive and I'm absolutely ragging round a track, when I go and jump in my car, is it going to almost make me start to speed a little bit oh, too that, much? I mean, am, I, am I going to be in that? frame of mind you don't even need a steering wheel VR for that to happen you play like GTA for the entire day yeah that's true but I chose um, Eve Valkyrie to play and that's a solid game holy shit yes I I finally yesterday um, after um, we chatted a little bit about VR um, um, before um, before I went out to see the Louis Theroux uh, Scientology documentary mm. which I thoroughly recommend nice because we can talk about not beer and video games. Yeah, man. Basically, um, I I played the entire demo disc. Oh, cool! The entire North American demo yeah, disc. Yeah. The one that you can you can download that one. Yeah, right? yeah. And well, yeah, you because you've got a North American account. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, yeah. So and and it was a lot of fun. Um, mm. uh, I played these Valkyrie as well. Um, and it was very short. Yeah, oh, it is very short. It is. Um, I think one of the the differences um, I think for just a general experience that I had there than when I tried um, the London Heist at your place yeah. um, there they had noise cancelling headphones as well ah. so I was it, it, the, the, you know, the girl who set it all up for me was very nice and said oh have you tried you know this before and I said oh uh, yeah I had um, a little bit it wasn't quite as in focus when I tried it at Friends and she said oh well because we were putting the band below sort of towards the base of our skull yeah. And she said, actually, if you just pull it up towards, it will just shift yeah, the whole I, I just unit. Never that, yeah, that, yeah. Um, and that put it in focus just that little bit more to just give me a few, a little bit of a crisper image. Right. Um, it was still a little, you know, it wasn't fully in focus, um, but it's going to be so difficult to get it. So it is, yeah. it is constantly as well with every time you put that. Yeah, a headset on it's going to be slightly different. Image. I'm getting a lot better at at that the sort of fine adjustment, and also just realizing that I can't make it perfect. Like yeah. I, I'm always going to have a little light bleed uh, in the nose region, just a mm. little bit, no matter how like I've had it perfect. But if I, if I glance down, I will see light. My solution is to turn the room lights turn off. Turn the lights off. Which, yeah. Okay, so uh, I, I think I mentioned this on the pod before. I have a projector that's my yep. main screen, so I 
pretty much game in the dark. Wow, I sound like... Um, but hilariously, the last couple times I've done VR, I've had the lights on. Really? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. You wouldn't be able to see where anything is anyway, because you've got the headset on. But but I do get the light bleed more than if I... <laughs> just dumb. I think what it was is what I was like tidying and then said, fuck it, I'm going to play some VR, and I didn't turn the light yeah, off because yeah, I fair. didn't need the projector. Yeah. But I didn't think about, oh, like, you know, there will be these moments where I will be distracted by mm. not being in the world, but in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the Valkyrie, it, because it was so short, you, you know, it all feels, it all feels really quick. Still not good beer, sorry. No, man, I know, tell me about it. I'm trying to drink through it as quickly as possible yeah. so I can move on to the next one. Um, yeah, it, it felt really quick. The, the the game itself felt quite fast. Um, the you, you basically have a cockpit view in front of you, and it's um, uh, just a free area sort of flight shooty game. Flight shooty game? What the fuck Oof. is that? Um, you know what I mean? It's like it's almost like um, when you play Star Wars Battlefront and you're in a vehicle but in first person mode. Right. Um, it's it's very similar to that. Except it is it is like the um, I mean it's a more in depth in all kinds of ways. Um, but it's like the um, space um, levels in Battlefront Two. Yes. Yeah. 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 Completely. Um, in fact, there's a boost button and uh, yeah, actually, it's yeah, quite, quite similar. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was it it's, it it was good. It has some nice mechanics in there. Obviously, they they're using motion a lot with the other. Um, with the enemy AI, so you need to shoot a little bit in front of them, as you know, you're doing yeah. a lot of games these days and stuff. So, I I felt that as a game, it's it's very solid, but the experience as a whole has definitely sold me on wanting a, a headset much more than the London Heist did, yeah. which was so sort of like, oh, it's kind of there's this kind of tech and there's this, and this is sort of showing that you can pick things up, and this is a little bit yeah. of shooting and inside of you know on a on, a, on rails sort of um, shooter. Except for except for the the actual. Um, well, there was there's two action scenes, right? There's the the duck and cover on the desk, yeah, which yeah. feels really fake when you think about how there's um, guys who have the drop on you, a floor mm, up, mm. and, and you're they hiding behind it. They move, and, and they're hiding behind the desk. You're hiding behind a desk. No, they'll they'll like no matter what, they can yeah. shoot your butt. Yeah, completely. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's the driving um part, part. and mm. uh, but it's it's. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I don't think I'll re. I'll, oh, I mean, depending on if I hang on to the disc, I might replay yeah, yeah. it, but I have no real urge mm, to, to go back into it. I, I mean, I did play for. There's three different endings. Okay. And one of the nice things on VR Worlds, actually, I'll, I'll say, is um, there's little challenges. Mm. Um, so, for example, <laughs> when the get. You, you know how you lit the cigar for that guy? Yes. I missed that challenge because I was curious if I could burn his face. <laughs> And so I picked it up, and he was holding it out, and then I went past it. Yeah. And obviously he didn't get burned, right? But I'm like, <laughs> and then he gave, he gave me a frown, and then pulled it lighter from his an identical lighter yeah. from his pocket and lit it himself. And I'm like, nice. oh whatever. And then it was showing me all the challenges I beat, and then like open challenge, uh, light the fucking cigar. I'm like, I no. <laughs> do what the game tells you. Well, do. and then, yeah, I've never been like a achievement 100 percent person, but I I could see that sort of force of replaying yeah, yeah. Um, but it was in, it was interesting to do the three endings I suppose it's um, having that replayability is, is good because if you've bought such an expensive piece of kit and you can't afford to get any of the bigger games or maybe you just get one game yeah. then it's nice to have that replayability to just keep going with the sort of the single disc that maybe you've got yeah. with your system so um, I basically think I'll hold on to it until you, you're able to try all the things yeah I yeah. think that's because um, there's not a huge amount left, and there's only four or five on that um, disc. There's the London Heist. So there's there's um, Luge. Is that one? Luge, which um, some people say is really immersive, and I found, um, I found it actually because your um, avatar is uh, lying down, and I wasn't. Mm. It actually made me feel more like I was arcading yeah, rather than yeah. immersing. Um, but also, um, I may, uh, in my um, more reckless youth, uh, I was in Canmore in the Rocky Mountains, and uh, I was climbing trip, and a couple um, my, my buddy and I, like we longboarded, and mm. so um, uh, we may have gone down a uh, asphalt road on the longboard. Nice. 
so it's like street luge but with yeah. none of the gear to save you <laughs> uh so and i almost bailed at no, probably between 70 and 80 kilometers per hour and then i stopped doing that yeah um so i have a weird relationship with that sort of activity mm. and that might be why i was just like Meh. also i know that you don't steer with your head you lean with your body oh, is that what you do you steer with your head in that okay yeah which if to be honest if they could do the vrs when you're lying down then um like if you could just lie down on a plank mm-hmm. um when you would like actually if you did the motions that would actually steer you loose style or at yeah. least on yeah. a longboard because at least um, if you could tilt your head well i was gonna say because if you, if i was actually my whole body leaning then my head would move mm-hmm. with it and mm-hmm. then that would feel a lot more like i was carving yeah, yeah. in a way that i happen to stupidly know uh, although maybe luge is different you just get all. like hundreds of people lying on their beds yeah just trying this out yeah moving uh, swaying from side to side and you'd have to have your tv mounted sort of at the intersection of ceiling and wall because you're lying down now and you want to see what you're well you're, you because you, 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 it's all in the, in the monitor i suppose as long yeah. as you, you maybe you for something like you're that you have to sorry, reposition the tv camera. i meant yeah, the camera yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry yeah <laughs> yeah the tv so that the person watching can lie beside you cocktail <laughs> Uh, good for couples, I suppose, if they want to luge together. You know what they say about couples who luge together. Blue, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> oh, put down the pumpkin spice. Um, so anyway, um, the PlayStation VR experience oh, we were, was, we were, was, was great. We were really itemizing them. Um, ocean luge mm-hmm. heist. Uh, scavenger was fun. That's the okay. one where you're the little alien in the mech yep. suit. And um, head pong, um, which yes, is actually yeah, really yeah. fun. I think it's nice. the best of them. Okay, so instead of a couple it's of things, it's super replayable because yeah, yeah, it's so trial. simple. That's anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, this just has sold me even more on on VR. Um, it's definitely something that I want, and want the more immersive experiences like Eve Valkyrie and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'd be interesting to to try. Uh, had there have been opportunity for me to have played something else, I think I would have tried to have gone for something like Resi Seven. Because mm. it's a completely different experience to eat Valkyrie, um, and you know, we all like our tense as shit horror games. Um, and so one of the demos is the Resi Seven kitchen, kitchen. Mm. Uh, and I didn't realize it was Resi Seven. I'm just like kitchen. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And you uh, you start and you are um, in a chair with your um, hands zap tied together. There's blood. You're in a kitchen that's just like been demolished by like just fighting or whatever. And there's blood splatter everywhere. And there's just a crumpled body in the floor. And right in front of you, it's a video camera. It's recording, <laughs> staring at you. And you're like, raise your hand. You're like, I don't know what, what I'm just in. And of course, what you have to do is smack the camera with your fists, and that wakes up your dude friend, who turns right. out isn't dead. Okay. And other things happen. Nice. I I'm going to make you do it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to uh, do that. And it, we, yeah, it, well, when, it has good creep factor when I when I left um, to go down to the event and said to she, Kim said oh what are you going to play and I, I'm not sure yet I haven't quite picked she said oh is there any spooky I said yeah Resident Evil 7 she like try that do that one do that one do that and when I got there I'm thinking hmm I kind of want to try Eve Valkyrie a little bit more um, yeah I think that's a it was a solid experience yeah yeah uh, um, right I'm going to open up another bit continue good. what you were going to say sorry um, I also played on the demo disc uh, until dawn, rush of blood to the uh, head, yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the head is that like Coldplay? Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. And I actually had no interest in that game, mm. and it was super fun. Oh, nice. I know it's a bit on rails, isn't it? it? It's but... literally on rails. You're yeah. in a like a funhouse ride kind of thing. It, um, I'm actually rinsing my cup between that's beers good. because that's, that's how foul I found it. I just um, try to have as much as possible out of the bomb. Um, so this beer, second beer of the episode, is a Siren Craft Brew, White Tips. It is, I believe, a white IPA. I'll double check. Um, but I picked it up um, because I had a white IPA last week. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit more of a Belgian-style beer. And I thought, it was nice, it was okay, but maybe try one from somebody else as yeah. well. And you didn't get to have the white IPA last right. week, so I thought this would be quite Excellent. a good pick. Um, Siren Craft Beer are from Berkshire. Um, is there any chat? There is chat. It's part of a Siren Craft Brewery's seasonal IPA series. White Tips is our expression of a wit beer. Wit beer? A wit beer, yeah. Combined with IPA hopping. 
A traditional mm. Vit yeast works in harmony with citrus peel and a healthy hot dosing to create a balanced IPA that is sure to draw you in wave after wave. Really difficult to read that. Tiny, tiny writing, a blue yeah. label and white text. White text have a weird font. Yeah. And of course, it's not just straight blue, it's blue with waves. Yes, with white waves in it. Yeah. Um, so, this is... Mm, that's nice. Oh, wow, what is that? There's like there's a spice. orangey kind of? Is that like a cardamom? No, no, no. But like, like, um, it's like orange zest. That's what it is. Mm, mm. Uh, that's what I'm surprised. Like something like usually when we say citrus, we yeah, mean like the, yeah. the flesh of the fruit. This is like the zest. Oh, that's a nice smell. Oh god, uh, I haven't been this um enamored with a mm. that beer smell in quite some time. There's also something under that. Okay, so taste wise. Now that is a little hoppier than the um, oh, yeah. than the, the oh, what bollocks, bollocks what brewery was it last week Cloudwater yeah and the Cloudwater Comet uh, from last week that's a lot hoppier it's got a, a much deeper um, kind of flavour to it you still get that malty kind of what you would class more as a Belgian kind of uh, flavour but it's a, a lot deeper almost and a bit more bitter slightly yeah I was going to say it definitely adds bitterness and mm. uh, and uh, the the initial taste is like quintessential vita beer like like, mm. when, like it just tastes and then then the hops kick in mm. and it's still really have that nice. like citrusy orangey kind of yeah. flavour just um, back. that's very nice I really like this beer yeah and I don't think I can easily compare it to something in the top of my head no it's quite unique no. it is very unique um, I'm not a new Pumpkin King sort of unique way. I mean, it's um, the Pumpkin King was a five and a half percent volume. This is four and a half percent, and strangely, I think this gives you more flavor than the, not more flavor, but a deeper, hoppier kind of flavor than the Pumpkin oh, King does. The Pumpkin sure. King, as you said, was a lot more watery on um, the finish, especially. Yeah. So it's I like that this is a lighter beer, alcohol-wise, but way deeper. In but yeah, yeah. Well, not only deeper, like in the sense of sorry, more stronger in flavor, but also um, more nuanced. Like there's you, there's distinct things going on, mm, and mm. they're going on in a very nice, robust yeah, way. Yeah. Um, we can cut this in, possibly, or leave it. But I mean, cut this in at the appropriate time. But there's, uh, there's, there's flavor text for the there is flavor King. text. Yeah, yeah. Funky King. We're turning Halloween inside out and upside down. Breathe in the pungent and heady mix of spicy caramel aromas and brace yourself for the inevitable onslaught of drowsy, unctuous gloop that will surely follow. <laughs> nope. A cacophony of bright citrus flavor ensues. This is Pumpkin King, and he's in, like no other pumpkin ale you'll ever meet because he's winterly spiced. Sorry, that's the editorializing. Um... Spicy but zesty, intense but light, blow away the sleepy cobwebs and crank the monster mash up to 11. Put a twisted grin on your face and channel your inner weirdo. It's Halloween, but not as you know it. Yeah, well, water. Right. Yeah, water. Like, Halloween no, no. in the sea. Yeah. Um, what a weird brew dog. Yeah, Fire your yeah, copy yeah, editor yeah, or whatever. It's, it's, they've been getting I, odder. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to read I, I was just idly looking at it while you were reading your uh, the siren mm, mm. and then I like, got three sentences and okay we're going to have to share this because it's so ridiculous nice <laughs> um, oh, nice so um, we'll go back to games as we right. very much enjoy this bit um, mm-hmm. what have you been up to what have you been playing apart from the, the VR yeah, I, say, I, I won't um, I won't go through all of the VR games um, although I did play Super Stardust um, oh yeah 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 and um there's there. It's basically so I didn't realize that because I don't own the PS4 version of mm-hmm. Super Stardust, and I bought Super Stardust VR, and it, it didn't seem like I could just play it non VR. Okay. Versus buying it, and you can buy the add-on. Mm. So I'll have to figure that out. Uh, I, I'm probably being dumb, but just um, and it has the regular game, in VR mode. Yep. So for those of you not familiar, it's basically a um, twin stick shooter where you're on a planet. And asteroids like come and hit it, so it's like asteroids on a sphere mm-hmm. instead of a plane, and it's super fun, super addictive. It's one of those um, top scoring score multiplier type dealers. Yeah. I mean, there are enemies as well, and you have three different types of weapons for the three different types of rock that hit, and you can power them up and blah blah blah. And, um, and there's a boost and a bomb, um, and uh, so what they do with the VR mode is it's. 
it's essentially the same thing except you get to you just sing in 3d so you're yeah, sort of in yeah. space and like you can look all around you they've sort of put colorful things and you're That's not cool. moving at all but like you can look down to your right and there's a space station floating there mm -hmm. um and it's it was amazing it was great uh first of all i love that game and i've played it in years and um and you you definitely feel the vr just doing something like you're not you don't think you're the spaceship or you don't think yes, you're a, yeah, yeah. a god floating in space but it definitely felt really dynamic and, mm. and snappy in a way Quality. that I can recall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the regular mode. And then they have the VR experience mode, I can't remember what it's called. And that's where it's a totally different mode, brand new, and you are on a planet and you're in basically a tank thing. And um, you, um, it's it's not motion, it's um, regular Control DS4. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you have three different types of weapons. And then those get power ups. Yep. Uh, oh, sorry. You've got a, like your lasers, and you've got a couple different like an EMP and a plasma cannons, and those you actually said they don't. Have, um, you can power up your plasma cannon, or you can collect these. They're like bombs in games or grenades, so you use them and you run out of them. But to see that stat, you look down at your right, and and there's a, that part of um, your tank area canopy is, is so that's where you get that. Yeah. So you're in the cockpit. Yeah. 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 Um, and so you're aiming um, with your head, mm. so you look at the thing, but you're moving with your twin oh, okay, okay. So like, so you could be moving to to sort of the left, but looking right to aim your yeah, guns that way. And exactly, sort of almost yeah. like so, strafing across the yeah. So very much that that, you, that very much evokes that twin stick shooter mm, mentality mm. of like I can be going you know in north and then shooting west and yep. then quickly shooting east and I can still be doing cool. north and yeah, it was yeah. like yeah and actually I found the controls better than Battlezone mm. um, the Battlezone demo I found it was a little more responsive yeah. um, it was just tighter cool uh, so I'm looking forward to playing more of that yeah, yeah nice nice. definitely want to try when I um, when I next visit there's all these experiences to play same. luckily the demos are all you know short short yeah yeah Get a couple in there um, on a lunchtime. Uh, I will say that. Um, so I've commented on the screen door effect on this and and crossfire um, that it's there. Um, there's also a contrast issue with their OLEDs in that mm. you don't have super deep blacks. Okay. Which is okay most of the time. Mm. I did notice it in a couple of the horror games, like um, oh shit, what's it called? Here they lie here or something something. Yeah, I can't remember. You'd messaged it the other day. Yeah, yeah well, I don't that's know. a that's a creepy fucking experience. Yeah. Like that. That's when you you play at night with a couple beers in. Nice. And yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, End of the day, light coming in through the bubble. Yeah, the although visor. like, it was one of those things where when like the big bad showed up, it was a little. Well, I mean, there was adrenaline going because you're running away from mm. it and you can't run. It's a you want walk. Um, oh. But um, it was much creepier the moments. Coming when you knew he like something was about to mm, appear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that but you could. It, I mean, it's just sort of speckly and gray and like, you know, on a crappier displays, um, your blacks aren't aren't just like sort of all like gray instead mm, of black. Mm. But there's also sometimes um, I think just because there's the lighting that's going on, but there's green and like uh, yeah, you yeah. see as you can see, so you can definitely see in the in dark scenes like in Headmaster, the um. The demo takes place at night. You're mm -hmm. doing this, so they have spotlights that come on, and then everything goes to black, and then and then they change the setup basically, uh, and then it was like I really like this really does not do the VR the headset justice because this looks awful. Like mm -hmm. it, it's super. You can see all the pixels because there's because there's those like greeny yellowy like <laughs> yeah, dark ones. Yeah. You individually, so you see in this massive not black these. Pin breaks. They're like, oh yeah, those are totally pixels, and it really changed the way I was focusing for a bit. Does that is it something that maybe you could overcome by changing the sort of like gamma and contrast settings? I don't like on your on the. I don't even know how you do that on the, on the headset. No, no. Um, there's gonna be some. I think by the end of it, I was okay with it, but it was definitely it's definitely something you you will notice. And mm. again, like all video game things, you like okay, that's a thing, whatever. Yeah. And you yeah. Can, tell your brain did not care but it's very noticeable mm, okay okay something to look out for um, I suppose oh right I, we stopped talking about it until dawn I will say this um, oh yeah, yeah yeah what I thought was really good is they actually told you to recalibrate like so it's two um, wands 
dildos. Yeah. Um, I think it's the common parlance. Uh, the PS4. PSD. <laughs> the PSD. Um, and, um, but it tells you to recalibrate until, like, it shows you your arms. And it says, okay. recalibrate. Like, does this match your arms? If not, recalibrate. And then, like, a lot of the time when, like, I was, nothing was going on, I was just sort of extending my arm and stuff and, like, m- rotating it, um, my hand and just sort of seeing. And it was remarkably accurate. Mm. And that was super cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was one of those weird weird moments with technology where you're like, I'm doing nothing but, like, so watching we, my arm. with that, we were talking last week um, about... You know, where do you stop with the the, the player model yeah. as such? You know, is it just hands? Is it in the London Heist, or do you, do you build the whole arm and stuff? So in um, uh, Russia Blood, was it a full character model? Can you look down? Is it the, is the body um, there? Is it feet, or is it just they've then they've decided to cut it off? So of the I arms? could I couldn't see much of my body, although I actually think I might have not really looked down. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I was like, oh, this arm is really cool. Mm. I now I can't even remember. Um, I will say that was the most awkward part of kitchen actually was a um so the first thing i do now in in these vr games where i'm in first person mode as a person is i look to my left or my right to see what my shoulder is like yeah yeah. rigs does it well um rigs and stardust both have a model where you're holding joysticks which is weird because you're like oh yeah there's a body and like actually and then you're like but my arms aren't actually in that Mm -hmm. position um and that's weird with kitchen, your arms are reacting really well, um, but um, your shoulders are like I, I I tried to recalibrate two or three times because I felt my shoulder was at ear level. Oh right, and you couldn't quite get it right, and then so your arms are sort of high, yeah. higher than you think they should be. Yeah, and then the, the, and so nearer the end, your position changes mm-hmm. from sitting on the chair, uh, and it just actually the very last scene where it's sort of it sort of froze and whatever I was not my head wasn't in the right place and that was weird mm. um, but mostly it was like oh like as long as I'm staring at my arms at school raising them up and down as they're bound um, but like when I'm but if I tried to sort of look at the rest of my body I felt not in the right place yeah so yeah. I think that's a thing that if you're gonna go that route of like making the whole person it really matters mm. I don't care that I'm not white but I have white hands yep that, that I can deal with um, but like Vince. I care I hear that I'm a human and humans have hands where human have hands not in your chest yeah. I have a neck damn it don't, don't <laughs> fucking aspir- aspirate aspirate away my neck aspirate my aspirate neck aspirate your neck oh man <laughs> we're doing well yeah we are doing well when we started now with only a few foibles foibles mistakes fumbles sir. fumbles perhaps yes. um, but, but, uh, yeah. fumbling is your foible is what yeah you're yeah um, well, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so I brought I, I was bringing up the the body thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think in in Eve, I didn't even think about it because everything <laughs> you didn't was, what I didn't think about it, we didn't even think about oh, it. Oh, no, um, because there was so much going on, on yeah. the uh, you know, in front of me. I actually I also was, don't remember, yeah, and I like, tracking so many different enemies and looking all about the place. Um, it just didn't even occur to me to, to have a look at what was um, what, what you uh, looked what, like. What I looked like. It I, sort of it, it didn't even matter really because that's not what yeah. it's about almost. Oh yeah, I don't think it bothered me at all. Um, it does make me want to try elite in VR mode. Mm. Uh, and actually, elite in general, I booted it up like a couple of weeks ago and was like, so it turns out. I don't remember if I said this on the podcast or just to you, but the worst thing you can do in Elite is try and do the training simulator. Oh, uh, yeah, I think yeah. just telling me, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I, I started um, just the generic game finally, and I was mm. like, oh, yeah, I'm in a slowish ship, and I can do the things, and it's yeah. fine. Uh, I don't feel totally out of control and useless, and, oh, this probably is a game I might play now. <laughs> Like it's like this is the worst, <laughs> um, and the best part is they put that in post facto because no one knew what they were doing. Yeah. So then they put this in when in a way too high a bar, <laughs> but yeah, it makes me really want to try that out in VR because it, it was so fucking fun being mm-hmm. in a cockpit mm-hmm. and looking around, and also um, 
having to look around because you're HUD. Like, like I was saying with Stardust, you have similar. Like you've got information sort of all around. So it mm. feels like, oh, God, I've got to check that you, gauge. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I yeah. Dock, you know, quickly look down or to the right, and that that's super immersive. Mm. I also like how when the, um, the um, squad leader was talking to you, she had a sort of visual uh, pop-up on the yeah, yeah. upper part of the glass saying like, oh, this person's talking to you and you see a little image of them mm. and it was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It was super cool. Yeah, they do um, They do a lot with what's in front of you and to really get you into it. So rather than having, you know, you've got four bullets left and it's a little, you know, uh, counter in the corner. It is on a screen somewhere and you have to look at it. Although I think in EVE, the machine guns at least were infinite, infinite but yeah. on a cooldown you could yeah, only I run really, them for a certain amount of time and then uh, they would be on a slight cooldown. It, it's heating. Yeah, you can yeah, overheat yeah, them, them right. Um, which is, I think, standard now for miniguns with uh, unlimited ammo. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that almost everyone does that because you're trying to explain why you would use bullets in space. <laughs> Heavy bullets. So, I mean, it sort of brings me on to the other game that we've both played a little bit of um, which is Battlefield 1 mm. um, we talked about this on the or in the on the test episode that we did which was on the main uh, lives feed because we played the um, the beta which came out quite a while ago now wasn't August? it about a, a month maybe six weeks something like that yeah about six weeks ago perhaps yeah. um, and when you're in a vehicle on that game the f- this is the full game now um, like machine guns are just infinite yeah. ammunition and you, we're going from one game. I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying Battlefield One. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Um, and it's you know my feelings, which you can hear about in the on the test episode, haven't changed. Yeah. You know, so there's more maps. They're fun. There's some really good maps. There's some great weather oh, yeah. effects, like fog rolling in over a map and then disappearing again. Um, creates a completely different battle as you're playing. But going from playing um a, a VR experience where everything is a lot more true to life okay, a sci-fi setting for Eve but yeah. you have everything on displays in front of you which you have to look at yeah. so suddenly being in a vehicle in Battlefield 1 which has got infinite ammo without anyone in the in the tank loading ammo yeah. into it so you don't have to have a passenger to be able to do anything right. and okay that would make it more authentic as a game but it might not make it as fun to yeah. play because suddenly you're just driving around and if no one joins you in that tank you're just driving around and as soon as your ammo runs out you've either got to change position and stop driving to go and yeah, change it over. Or, or I mean tank drivers don't shoot. Not true. Like, yes. So yes. if you want to be realistic then like there's a driver uh-huh. and there's a guy who shoots. Yeah. And yeah. when that guy dies you're just a man stuck in a metal cage. <laughs> what a shall rolling I do metal, metal cage. I'll just drive into this wall Yeah. run people over. Although to be fair if I was in that position in real life I'd like to think I would stop driving and maybe go into the the weapons just onto the gun. People, yeah, you know? completely, completely. And then when there's like, oh shit, lots of people, then I'd start driving again. Mm-hmm. Um, Although no, what I'd do is I'd Mr. Bean it. I'd have like pulleys, pulleys and shit, <laughs> broom handles just to put yeah. things. Just just so that it looked like there was like because if if you found a tank that was legging it from you, but legging it is probably a strong term. Um, and they weren't shooting back at you, you'd be like, there's one guy in that fucking tank. <laughs> Versus <laughs> even true. if you were just shooting like, like an idiot, they'd be like, well, it's a tank, it's yeah, got guns, yeah, I'm going to stay away. Completely, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I suppose from a, a play, uh, an ease of play sort of perspective, they can't make it as authentic as, um, you know, as a World War One tank would be. Um, I assume some of the weapons aren't quite as authentic as they would be, you know, maybe clip sizes or a little bit bigger, just just for ease of play, yeah. really, isn't it? And just to make it a more fun, fluid experience. Um, have you played much of the single-player campaign? Uh, I played the mandatory intro. Okay. Um, which I couldn't tell in the very last point whether it really wanted me to actually skewer someone with a bayonet um, charge or mm-hmm. if I just needed to die seven times in that battle. Because I found it really frustrating. I found the bayonet like when it just kept telling me bayonet charge. I'm like, I'm not gonna kill them. I'll be do better if, if I, I shoot, shoot all them. of these yeah, people. Completely. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, got a bayonet charge. And then I, I finally die. And it's like, now you're this guy. Yeah, bayonet charge. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that part. I, I enjoyed like the like I couldn't enjoy. I stopped enjoying like the surroundings and how cool it was because I was getting annoyed at the fact that I couldn't bayonet charge with shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it did. It, it th- that intro bit does give you a really good idea of um, just the amount of like people who were just yeah. absolutely destroyed during World War One, as it just jumps between people and, and it's all in the in, all in, well, it's all in the same sort of sort of area. Yeah. It's all in the same encounter in the same skirmish. You're just jumping between these different people as they die. You just think this is absolutely brutal. A little bit different, you know. If if multiplayer did that as well, it so actually, all of the bodies. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> but if it if yeah. it's sort of you know you die and it flashed up with just a, a generic generated name yeah. and put a couple of dates to it, it might you think oh. oh shit! Like I was I was rather than just being, you know, yeah. multiplayer avatar. You suddenly think oh shit maybe that you know. No, had they have taken a, a date, listed names from a database of all the people killed during? Oh, I don't World know if I'd like it to act the actual. That would be brutal. Yeah, um, make, like, you, make you think about it a little yeah. bit more, wouldn't it? Well, I, I mean, they could have for the seven guys who died. In that, yeah, that for quite, yeah, yeah, quite but, possibly. Um, yeah, I do think that um, they did a good job. Uh, like the text that introduced that mm. the, that segment was, were like, you're not gonna live. Yeah, like it was yeah. super brutal. Yeah, and I like. It was just like you're fucked. Yeah, pretty much. And it was, and I thought I wasn't expecting sort of that deep of a sort of emotional kick. Yeah, and it I really changed my perception mm. of that sort of segment. And it's it's nice to go back to something that's a little more grounded in reality than um, you know the the more recent iterations of Call of Duty, um, even the last sort of um, Battlefield oh, Four. You're still um, yeah, like like the fact that on Infinite Warfare you can just be a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like what? You could be a robot. Isn't it like a, a, a remote controlled suit it's or something? A, yeah, I suppose you're, you're in a haptic suit yeah. somewhere else in an office somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, I just uh, yeah, I, I, it it feels a lot more grounded. Yeah, we'll, um, we might do um, an, an on the test yeah. episode for um, for the Call of Duty beta, which is out very soon. The main game, isn't it? Yeah, it's not not that far away. So if we get our um, asses together, we might do a chat about that. I know Dev, uh, Dev, fuck, you know, Dave and Kev. Dev, um, who are Dev, now going to be yes. Dev? They've also been playing. Or Mr. Yeah, Patel, if you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> she called them that in the chat. They're like, what no, the balls? No idea. <laughs> nice. Yes, yeah, so we might we might go into more depth um, in an episode um, in the you know over the next week, next couple of weeks. Let's. I've just opened this third beer. Let's crack into this, and then we're going to talk about um, news. News. Two announcements that were made for very big announcements in the, the gaming world. Um, the first one for Red Dead Redemption Two, and the second for Nintendo Switch, um, previously called codenamed NX. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's drink this beer first and chat about it. This is Bristol Beer Factory Ultimate Stout. Not just a stout, not a milk stout, an ultimate stout. It is 7.5%. Are you going to read the um, I will, flavor? I will. <laughs> um, this <laughs> just realized the spin on flavor text that's going on. Um, so, this is our ultimate stout. Strong black, unctuous and delicious. Hints of coffee, chocolate and dark fruits. Made with a Belgian yeast and roasted malts. This beer is the ultimate after-dinner treat. Fantastic when paired with blue cheese or chocolate dessert, neither of which we have. Drink from cheese at home. Oh, I'll just take no. this on the bus and slowly watch it go flat. Randomly, drink from a brandy snifter and savour the aromas and flavours. We don't know that. We just did you say s- randomly or did you say randomly? No, I said randomly. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> we just started editorialising well, we in the we, middle we, of yeah, the yeah. We don't. We don't normally get um, glass suggestions, do you, on a lot of beers? So it's... Um, the, yeah, I mean, Belgian beers often come in, um, um, shaped, fluted. Yeah. Not quite fluted. No, no. It's, I mean, it's not a goblet. More it's a goblet that tapers. Almost, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. tapers at the top. Mm-hmm. So it's like between a goblet and a tulip glass. Yes, it, yeah, yeah, completely. I actually, um, it was, um, former tanked up founder Alex Malpass's birthday several weeks ago. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, and I purchased him some, um... Rockfall glasses. Ah. Oh, for him to be able to ensure, uh, ensure to, to enjoy his um, his Rockfall. Excellent beers. Uh, I, bought, I bought them um, the internet. Ah, okay. I can't remember what it's called, like beershop.com yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. But I thought I bought him two just in case I'm round and he offers me. You mean um, for Sam? <laughs> well, exactly. Yes, for yeah. Sam, not for yeah, because she not for impromptu drops in. Yeah. Right, 
Ultimate Stout. Oh, wow. 7.5%. So this is a, a big one to sup and savour. It's, um, you could you get that sort of malty sweetness. Mm, massively, straight away. That sweetness is kind of uh, almost like dark chocolate. As it says, it is it is a chocolatey kind yeah. of sweetness. I realised I was going to say, I, I, I wanted to say caramel, but it's not caramel. It's the fact, it reminds me of the milk chocolate in the caramel. Mm, mm. Like that, it's that sort of Cadbury milk chocolate with extra sweet. Yes. That is a lovely flavour. Oh man, that's what you want from a stout. Holy balls. So it's it's reminiscent of the um, Millionaire, the wild beer mm. that Alex and I had, you know, episode three or four or something like yeah. that. But that was a beautiful beer. Um, that one had more caramelly kind of chocolatey flavours, but this is the a, nose. That's has, a beautiful flavour. I'd say the nose has more of the chocolate. Um, the finish also has the chocolate, mm. but the like the actual taste, it's got this gorgeous like velvety coffee. Yeah, yeah. A lovely that's, kind of roasted yeah flavour to it. Oh, that's good. Mm, this is very nice, and that's it's very smooth as well. It's got a, it's got a, a very slight bitter finish to it. Very but not, very slight. but it's not going to stop you from drinking. You know, you're not going to sit here for five minutes thinking, "Oh, I'll wait a little bit." It's a bit too heavy. Not not at all. This is so smooth. I keep picking my glass up and drinking. I know it's, it. one, it's one of those things oh, where no. I want to just stretch it out. Yeah, it is. I'm taking small sips, but like all of the time, am I sipping? Oh, man. This is a great beer. I'm. Yeah, right. that's it. Just can't. Just I'm just gonna keep it in my hand. I'm not even gonna put it down. No, that's too dangerous. I will put it down. Um, right, I wouldn't want to spill news. News views and news views and things you can use. I think that's um uh, a term. It's a um, now defunct uh, podcast. Wham bam pow. I think that's what they called it. Yeah. News reviews and things you can use. That's, that's what it was. That's good. Sorry, that's I knew there was a like word around. Yeah. Well, they're gone now. So they they quit. It's ours. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm cribbing it for Ool. Ool. Ool pod. Nice, good. Um, so, Red Dead Redemption 2, we'll start on that one. Yeah, apparently there are people... I'm going to, like, the dumbest low-hanging fruit. There are people out there who are pissed it's not Red Dead Revolver 3. Well, yeah, well or just Red Dead something 3. three. But it's like, well, no, Red Dead Redemption wasn't a 2. No, completely. It no, was also, a, do you know how... Whilst it's a you know it's the same IP, same franchise, it's a different story. Yeah. So it follows completely different characters between Revolver and Redemption. So you would imagine that this being Red Dead Redemption Two, which to be fair, is, it actually should be Red Dead Redemption Zero because then they like take place before well, Red Dead Redemption. Well, yeah, speculation suggests that it might be a prequel based on a few of the images they've shown yeah. a little bit from the the, the trailer. Um, so they teased um, an image of seven. People, seven silhouettes at first, wasn't yeah. it? And then, um, sort of walking towards the camera, all you know, coming over a ridge or something like that, um, with the sun behind them. And people started to speculate. Oh, that the hat kind of looks like John Marston yeah. from Red Dead Redemption. It kind of looks like his hat. He was in a gang previously, um, in Dutch's gang. Yeah. So it, it could this be the story of Dutch's gang and how they all got together, or even how they sort of dispersed from one another and broke up the gang. So there's been a lot of speculation about it to whether it's a prequel, and as you say, should it then be called Red Dead Redemption Zero? Yeah. Um, or Red Dead. Actually, to be honest, I wouldn't have minded if they should call it Red Dead Blank, like something else. Yeah, yeah. I suppose they want to, if... if Especially if it's would... a prequel, because the whole point is he was a dick, and then he redeemed himself, Red yeah. Dead Redemption. Mm. So if it's, well, his, if it's his dick years, you know, when he worked in that saloon. Gang. Oh, in the saloon, yes. <laughs> his dick years. Yeah. Um... I'm the worst. <laughs> um, you should be called like, I don't know, Red Dead Redownfall. I got nothing. <laughs> Red Dead Redevelopment. No, um, <laughs> that, no, no that, that's that's the sequel where State Agent Simulator, now, where he's now made enough money that he just starts selling lots of land to people. <laughs> Come to the old west. There's loads of land. Um, well, so essentially, what that was. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> you'd imagine that this is being called Red Dead Redemption Two, that it is tied to the uh, to Red Dead Redemption yeah. in some way. That either it's got similar characters, it's uh, a similar well, it looks like kind of time in the trailer. Period, it looked so. like we saw our, our buddy there. It did, um, and it, it kind and of looks look like young. a couple of the models um, do represent a couple of the characters. So that almost looks like uh, you know. Oh, what was his name? Sort of token Mexican character who was part of the gang. Pedro. He, he, uh, Javier. Yeah, no, something. Escuela. Bardem. No, that's maybe Javier Bardem. Oh man, he's a brutal actor. He's so good. Anyway, <laughs> um, but so I mean, how do you feel about it? Did you enjoy Red Dead Redemption? 
I did. Uh, I never finished it. Ooh. So I've actually Ooh. restarted it on Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. Yeah. Um, and the reason I never finished it uh, was because up until very recently, I still, even in the past year, I've still wasn't really playing console cell that often mm-hmm. so I just kept forgetting about it right? yeah yeah like it was a great game and it but as soon as i met you know you have that big push on a game and then mm-hmm. and it was like well i was never on my steam games list but yeah. now i actually rarely play steam um, mostly because i'd have to like <laughs> my stupid setup means that um i would have to string a, ga- a cable uh hdmi cable along with the mess on my desk yeah take to be able to bed game, but then a keyboard mouse sucks, and I'm you know lazy. I want a controller and just yeah, sit up in yeah. bed, and I don't need to be anywhere. I'll just yeah, wake up and turn on the exactly. PS Xbox. Convenience, convenience. It's the worst. Actually, yeah. it's mostly because I like playing games with people, um, and right now no one plays, you know, PC games mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Have a little weep. Yeah, we can plug your Steam name at the end. I thought you'd <laughs> first. I was like. Um, but good man I mean I'm, I'm really looking forward to it Red Dead Redemption is one of my favourite games absolutely loved it um, I, 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 I enjoy it more than the GTA series GTA is fun oh. for running around and just having a bit of a, a ball just think... shooting people and, and messing around driving cars around and stuff but I felt Red Dead Redemption was a great story I was going the narrative is so and solid. I, I've not played anything in that setting either on, that, on that game? scale well, no, um, there's no western on that scale. Oh, man, I played Gun before. That was mm-hmm. a, that was a fun game. Uh, Call of Juarez, Call of Juarez. Oh, Call of Juarez. Uh, yes. uh, that series is okay, mm. but Gunslinger is probably the most fun of them all. Okay, that's the one I haven't played. And that's the one that has bullet time introduced. It changes oh. the action dynamic entirely, and it's great. You still have six shooters, yeah. right? And it's but it's it's gameplay wise, it's the best of the nice. series. Story wise, it's pretty solid as mm. well. Um, I thought the first Call of Juarez was kind of gameplay was really, uh, I want to say blocky in the sense of yeah, it was yeah yeah, yeah heavy yeah there we go, yeah. um, and the story didn't grip me I didn't actually finish it um, is the first one your two brothers you jump between being the two brothers yes. through different missions or you can choose them perhaps I can't remember but man that, was, that game came out a long yeah time and, ago. and to be honest I didn't actually I was wary about I was haughty about <laughs> um, the other games until someone like was like gushing about uh, Gunslinger and then I've I, there was a package somewhere and I got yeah. I have them all yeah, uh, yeah like uh, or something like yeah, that yeah and I, I played a little bit of the other ones but Gunslinger's one I played quite a cool. bit of so uh, oh right so Red Dead Redemption did the scale of the west yes, really well like yeah. when you ride to the next town dear god you rode to the next town yeah. and you're like oh yeah that's and and you know it's even scaled down from like the you're real world but it's still it gave you that it gives you that and feeling of the Wild West. So you'd think that if the if Red Dead Redemption Two was going to be a prequel, there's going to be even less in the and the map know, is the like towns are going to be smaller. The they're going to be further apart. You, you, everyone, you know, any iteration of a game that comes out, everyone wants a bigger map. No, didn't, more well, the, the big leak, right? The, the first oh, leak for yeah, Red Dead Redemption was, ago, was the map, it? and the map showed that like. Basically, the whole, almost the whole eastern seaboard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it was the U.S. Yeah, you're States. like I think maybe not even twenty percent. 20%, probably like 10% of the map was the original Red Dead mm. Redemption map, and then the rest was just mm. there, remember? I do remember that, because that was yellow... right in the top right-hand corner, isn't it, up yeah. sort of, I don't know, I, America, I don't somewhere up in the top right-hand corner of America. Yeah. <laughs> the Yukon, no, that's uh, not top right, right? And the Yukon's left. Maine, that top right of the yeah, US, of that, the that United is, States, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right um, below uh, Nova Scotia. Yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that did look, and people want bigger maps, don't they? So um, yeah, uh, I um, I think people might have a different approach to bigger for the sake of bigger ever since this some um, space game I heard a little bit about a really big map. Mm, yes, perhaps as long as it's not procedurally generated. But, it's, it's well, fun. also it, it, I mean, Nemansky was um, that's Nemansky to rhyme with Polanski. Yes. Um, also wasn't like an open world in the sense you could just like. Like you weren't. It's not. It's not like um, everybody's favorite a star mate, where you you never had to zone or like, yeah 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 right. You were just you just went, mm-hmm. and that that game felt ginormous. Yep. Um. While No Man's Sky, you used the hyperdrive for whatever. You mean moving yeah, through you, systems you're, like yeah, you you yeah. were just blipping in and out of zones, mm-hmm. which I actually didn't realize until I. But that's one of the things that I irked me about the game. That and I didn't realize. Um. 
I've read a, one of the horrible Steam comments, um, but one of them was recently written, um, and that um, the whole point of this giant exploration type space game is to feel like you're alone in space, and when yeah. you're in space, you're like, I'm, I'm this dude, I'm by myself, except every system you're guaranteed to meet intelligent life. Yeah, yeah, completely. And it's like, oh, yeah, that is actually one of the reasons yeah, why. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have my finger on it, but that actually really bothered yeah. me, and I didn't sort of click that that was going on. I remember when No Man's Sky jumped into a system and there were four planets, um, three of which were barren, and the fourth one was teeming with life and had the, I don't know what they're called, the Gek, yeah. the little lizard kind of frog people. And, and you think, oh, okay, fair enough. As you say, every system is inhabited. And there's a space station. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. So hopefully Red Dead is... It, it's nice <laughs> Not if just it's... ghost towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it is inhabited, but you do want that. You oh, do yeah, want, do want sort of like ghost, ghost towns. And... You want nice expanses of space. So actually, when you're moving between towns, you feel yeah. that you've, you know, when you get to the next town, you feel that you've been out in the plains for a while, and and you want to interact then well, with the people that are in the town and stuff, rather than just oh that guy's got a mission. You think I haven't encountered anyone for a while. I'm going to go and talk to this yeah, guy exactly. and see what he wants. Have some kind of. A, you know, social achieve, interaction. Yeah, an achievable goal to do I, as well. I, it just occurred to me that would be would be really cool to give you like a real um, sense of that scale. Would be um, if like in the beginning of the game you have to ride between towns, and then at some point um, the the either the rail line was closed or whatever, mm, mm. and then you got to take the train, and the train was real time, not like a like a cinematic that then zones you, but like you're literally just on the train going, yeah. And suddenly you're like, I remember it took me an hour to get to this fucking town, and it was dumb, and I hated the game for this, but that's how the world was. And then it takes you like twenty minutes, or probably actually more like forty five. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. and then you could get a sense of like how important. That like the rail was mm, because it mm, just completely. cut that gap, yeah, yeah. and you could sleep mm. and do all these other things. And um, I, yeah, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. Um, let's move on to. Like, yeah, hold on, come on. I think what we should do, Ben, is switch topics. Oh no! <laughs> I think you can say saddle up or something like that. No, switch topics. We should to the Nintendo Switch. We'll be very brief on this. There's so many outlets talking oh. about it. Also, the there's no, no fucking there's, information. I mean, <laughs> there's a trailer. There's a trailer. We've seen the box. We've seen the control pad, the tablet, and, and the um, the removable. Oh, there's a name for Joy. Joy controllers, joy pads, joy cons, or something like that. But we know that those come with it. Yes. We don't know whether the actual like game style. They looked very much like an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Oh, like the, the pro pad almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't know if that comes with it. No, we don't. I mean, it's it's piqued my interest definitely. Um, I I really want a new Mario game. Um, I like for it, to be honest. I, um, it answers my um. Every so often, I'm like, ah, do I want a 3DS? No, there's just not enough games, and they're all, they're all for my taste. The unit and the games are just not worth. Yeah, the price yeah, that's fair, and I feel the same way about the 3DS. Yeah. Um, but if 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 the Wii U and 3DS were the same thing, I pro like there's enough pull. I probably mm. would have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, purchased the thing, uh, like the Nintendo thing, but like the IP is split between them. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like Pokemon's always on the handheld and. Um, Zelda's always on the big one, and, and yep. so like it's like, well, I just don't. Most of my um, Nintendo warm fuzzies are nostalgia, and I emulate that shit. Yeah, man, completely. And it's but a, I've missed out. Like I've heard the last Zelda was good. Uh, which was the last Zelda? Skyward Sword. Probably. Yeah, I don't think I played that one. Was the last one I played? Twilight Princess was the last one that I played. Mm, um, which I was played the was... jewel came out on the GameCube and the Wii. Uh, was that oh. Twilight Princess? When we Wind Waker Wolf. was after that. No, Wind Waker was before that. Well, oh, yeah. So I played Wind Waker. Okay, and I, yeah, and I played Twilight Princess, but on GameCube rather than on right. Wii. Um, but because it was a system you could really get a handle on. <laughs> oh, fucking love my GameCube, man. I, um, it's, it, it boggles the mind that you that at some point people. Well, I guess people you don't carried it to your friend's house. Yeah, I guess people don't do that anymore. No, I can't think of any time I ever actually used the handle for my GameCube. Probably when you were dusting. Oh, wait, you Maybe. were not of a dusting age. No, I was a student. Yeah. I dusted never that many times. Um, so, just we'll just give uh, brief thoughts. Looks good. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I think if it's a cut... Uh, so, uh, two things that have been pointed out time and time again by... 
on like Chuffsters or whatever. Mm. Um, battery life is super important. Yeah, completely. Um, some people, someone's like, if it's not ten hours, I'm not buying it. I'm like, what fucking device is ten hours? No, it's ten hours. Um, but like four, four, four to yeah, five maybe and a half. Six, six would be six would be great. Six, six would be great. So I'm saying it's probably gonna be four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so battery life is important and price point, obviously. Yes. Um, I. I'm also super stoked at like so there's obviously some game design things for multiplayer because like the the two sides of the Joy-Con thing. Yeah, you can be a tiny little Right, so which means that your your game has to operate with four buttons and a joystick that my worry is cramping because it doesn't look Yeah, right. yeah, your hands are very close together. That thing can only be maybe four inches long. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of to have both hands on there with a, a D pad on one side and a few buttons on the other is gonna be really Both hands. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the um, so uh, on the screen. Yeah. You can put both sides of the yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's actually going to be okay. The the two little yeah. That's what that's sticks. what I'm talking about. But if you want to play multiplayer, you give you give oh, one each. I see what you're saying. So that's what, that's what mean, I yeah, was yeah. saying. Yeah. So you've got this tiny yeah. little thing to be able to do that with the with the control part as you were talking about. It looks... No, no. I, I actually I was talking about that. I just didn't for some reason brain farted when you said both hands. So of course. Both yeah. Hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about it with that unit in the middle, the, the, the little sad dog face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I was actually, I started with mm. what you were saying. Yeah, for yeah. some reason, I switched halfway <laughs> through. Uh, I switched. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the, the, like, the four guys shooting hoops and then deciding oh, to play uh, NBA. Like, I don't think I could play a sports game on that thing. I mean, uh, I could probably Mario Kart. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of it's Simple. just gripping, like, accelerate yep. and then, like, or whatever. And you want a fire button to shoot off yeah. whatever projectile and, that you have or something. But even like then, that. it's a constant grip with Mario Kart. So, like, it's, it's true. It's, so, my worry is the simple games are going to be ones where you're going to cramp up because you're not moving, and the complex games, you're going to get sore because it's not or go dynamic. And we're going back with that one. If you don't have the Pro, it looks like we're going to um, D pad as well rather than analog sticks. No, it's. I thought it was two D pads, two analog sticks, um, and the left one had a D pad, and the right one had four buttons. Oh, does it? Oh, does it? Yeah, my phone has died. We'll come back with that one next week. It's time to finish. Yeah, um, I have a I have a child's birthday party to attend. Oh. I'm going with, you know, my child and partner. Not, but, I'm not just going by myself. But that's just because you need a cover. I think <laughs> that's very true. Um, right beers for this week we have had the Brewdog Pumpkin King we've had the Siren Craft Brew White Tips White IPA and we've had the Bristol Beer Factory Ultimate Stout I am picking the Ultimate Stout as my favourite of the week the White Tips nice beer I was, I was literally as soon as I had the, the White Tips I'm like man this is going to be the beer of the week this is fantastic mm. and not quite at the nose but that first hit of the lips mm. Uh, the Ultimate Stout I, it deserves its name. It's great. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic beer. Um, and yeah. Maybe steer clear of not just Pumpkin King, but pumpkin-flavoured bullshit. Winter stuff. spices and pumpkin spices. I mean, I've had a couple of like winter-spiced beers, and they've been nice. And I, they've been. It's got to be the right time as well, though. You've, you've got to have just walked into a pub absolutely drenched from the rain outside yeah. oh, the and rain. someone oh you Brits and you're oh in the rain in the winter you mean it, it coming in from a snowstorm what snow snow what's that um it's um it's when you're too lazy to say both syllables of Tintin's dog's name <laughs> <laughs> nice um so uh, ultimate no. stout ultimate stout I'm going I'm moving on I'm switching the conversation ultimate stout is the beer that of both of us have chosen beer of the week um, so, as you can probably tell, we've come towards the end of this episode, and we are a little bit tanked up. Seven and a half percent beer is starting to get its grips, and yeah, you're no. still topping up from last night. So it's more of the lack of food. Yes, today. yes. Um, so, as ever, you can get us on Twitter. I don't know why I'm putting my hands in the air. No one can see what I'm doing. Uh, you you know, if you Twitter. didn't say anything, oh, no, it could have just no, been, no. yeah. At tanked up underscore cast. Um, we've got a Facebook page, which is tanked up cast. We've got a YouTube page, which is tanked up cast. Um, you can obviously go to outoflives.net to listen to the podcast, to look at all the articles that everybody writes. I might have a little piece going up about PlayStation VR and my experience with a few of the photos that I'd taken. Excellent. Um, I'm actually super interested to see what, what it looked like. I mean, yeah. uh, if I didn't just ignore my 
fiscal responsibility and pie of PSVR. I was going to go with yeah, you yeah, yesterday, yeah. but it was like, well, I'm not going to book that appointment. Mm-hmm. Instead, That's I'm going to pretend like I was going to work and then didn't work. Um, <laughs> it's called business as usual, folks. Standard, mate, <laughs> standard. Um, how can people speak to you on the internet? Uh, loudly and proudly. Good. I, I don't want it. Not shy or non-confidence. It's really aggressive. I want confidence. No, no, just confidence. Just confidence. Yeah. Good. Um, you can reach me at the Omniarch on all of the things except Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, um, if you go to, uh, I was gonna say, if you go to Twitch's the Omniarch, give him help. But I'm like, no, that that's. Just be nice, yeah. but maybe just ignore Or just it. don't go. Go to Out oh, of Lives does have a Twitch channel. Okay. Uh, I, I think Ross it's just has, Out of Lives. Yeah, Ross has done some uh, Jackbox too. Party Pack bits. and Jackbox Jack, Party Pack. Jackbox Party Pack. <laughs> um, uh, and so I think um, I think we're trying to do some more streaming on that. Like Nice. That's cool. If we ended up, whatever it was, that game. Mm, don't know. There was a game you were saying people wanted streamers for. Anyway, uh, Warhammer Vermin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That would have would would go if anyone started mm, got mm. that streaming key would would do that on um on uh, lives because we don't need more venues for. Very true. Yes. Okay. Yes. We are anyway, trying to um, back to our also lives, you can email us. Please do feedback is always welcome. Did you like the thing where we went tangential right off the bat? Oh, you better because it's been fifty two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we we'd love to hear from you. Um. Uh, it's tankedupcast at gmail.com it is yes also we have a contest we do I'm going to put in contest stuff in a moment beep so to win a game code we want the best image or gif that you can think of that represents tanked up just send it to us on twitter at tanked up underscore cast and use the hashtag tup50 t-u-p 50 <laughs> That is why I'm only asking correct, correct. Awesome. I know you got it. I got to go. Yeah. Uh, so we have been tagged up for another week. Thank you very much for listening. Take it easy. Ta.